Welcome to First Formation, a weekday podcast for high church lowlifes like me, Logan Isaac, looking to get the fuck up and pray. This is where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. A podcast for anyone who cares for soldiers and veterans enough to follow us into the mud and the suck. To hear the good news through grunts and with grunts, in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 20. The Lord answer you in the day of trouble. In the name, the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May she send you help from the sanctuary and give you support from Zion. May she remember all your offerings and regard with favor your burnt sacrifices. May she grant you your heart's desire and fulfill all your plans. May we shout for joy over your victory and in the name of our God set up our banners. May the Lord fulfill all your petitions. Now I know that the Lord will help her anointed. She will answer him from his holy heaven with mighty victories by his right hand. Some take pride in chariots and some in horses, but our pride is in the name of the Lord our God. They will collapse and fall, but we shall rise and stand upright. Give victory to the King, O Lord. Answer us when we call. First Kings chapter 3, verses 5 through 14. At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night, and God said, Ask what I should give you. And Solomon said, You have shown great and steadfast love to our servant, your servant, my father David, because he walked before you in faithfulness and righteousness and an uprightness of heart toward you. And you have kept for him this great and steadfast love and have given him a son to sit on his throne today. And now, O Lord my God, you have made your servant king in place of my servant David, of my father David, although I am only a little child. I do not know how to go out or come in, and your servant is in the midst of the people whom you have chosen, a great people, so numerous they cannot be numbered or counted. Give, your servant, give your servant, therefore, an understanding mind to govern your people, able to discern between good and evil. For who can govern this, your great people? It pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this. God said to him, Because you have asked this, and have not asked for yourself long life or riches, or for the life of your enemies, but have asked for yourself understanding to discern what is right. I now do according to your word. Indeed, I give you a wise and discerning mind. No one like you has been before you, and no one like you shall arise after you. I give you also what you have not asked, both riches and honor all your life. No other king shall compare with you. If you will walk in my ways, keeping my statutes and my commandments, as your father David walked, then I will lengthen your life. The Gospel of John, chapter 8, verses 12 through 19. Again Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Then the Pharisees said to them, You are testifying on your own behalf. Your testimony is not valid. Jesus answered, Even if I testify on my own behalf, my testimony is valid because I know where I have come from and where I am going. But you do not know where I come from or where I am going. You judge by human standards. I judge no one. 
Yet even if I do judge, my judgment is valid, for it is not alone who ju- not I alone who judge, but I and the Father who sent me. In your law it is written that the testimony of two witnesses is valid. I testify on my own behalf, and the Father who sent me testifies on my behalf. Then they said to him, Where is your Father? Jesus answered, You know neither me nor my Father. If you knew me, you would also know my Father. Good morning and welcome to the sixth day of Christmas. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from the Appalachian Abbey in Knoxville, Maryland. This morning's readings uh, in Psalm 20 kind of threw me a little for a loop because in verses 6 through 8, the um, the feminine pronoun for God that I was trying to adhere to is getting, uh, it's getting interspersed with references to God's anointed which is either David or Jesus. And so I, I, I'm i not sure I got it right, you know, which pronoun was referring to who, whether it was Jesus or God. But anyway, it's still kind of a fun exercise that's really enriching and uh, makes you think about, you know, uh, how our characteristics or how our assumptions about God get placed upon, uh, you know, an indefinable entity. Uh, and then in First Kings chapter three and John, John eight, uh, it, there, the the kind of under underwriting topic is uh, judgment. Um, Solomon has just been made king, and he asks, or, or I'm sorry, God says, "Tell me what you want," and he says, "Well, I'm just a kid. I don't even know, you know, how to come or how to go," um, which is reflected in Jesus's words. I says, my testimony is valid because I know where I've come from and where I am going. Um, and God is pleased with Solomon's request. And he gives it to him. And he also gives him riches and respect and long life because he asked for something that would help him help God's people. Um, and I don't have a, hu- a very high view of Solomon, um, but God certainly thinks that Solomon's okay. Um, and he gives him these things to help him judge his people. Before there were kings, there were just judges. And that's one function of uh, of the authorities is to judge between right and wrong as best they can um, and to punish evildoers and reward those who do good, according to Romans 13. Um, and in John's Gospel, the, the final reading this morning, um, on its surface it looks... It appears as though he's talking about testimony and the judicial process, but he's really talking about judgment, uh, you know, human judgment. And there's one line that I thought was just, that really stood out, and I, I can't emphasize it enough. Um, uh, Jesus is talking to the religious leaders who have gained a reputation for being hypocrites, for uh, being corrupt, for um, just kind of lording over their status. Um, or lording over others just based on their status, not because they're good people or because they're godly people, but because they have power and money and status. And he says to them, you judge by human standards. Um, and it makes me think of what we read yesterday. You know, God doesn't ju- God judges internally. He judges the heart, not by what you can see. And so on the one hand, I thought it was going to say, I judge by 
higher standards or whatever. But Jesus says very blankly, I do not judge. I judge no one. So there's human standards and then there's godly standards, which is, or, you know, to not judge. Um, if Jesus is God, he has every right and authority and power to judge. Um, but what he contrasts uh, himself from the religious leaders, he's, he's saying, you judge by human standards, your standards, corruptible standards, and I judge no one. And it's just, I don't know, it's just this really great flip where um, you see kind of a glimpse of the you know the unfairness of God's grace where we all deserve to be judged but God um, doesn't judge us in fact God has given us the means to um, to become uh, every bit as good and um, and moral uh, people as as we want and as we can um, and uh, it's just something that I think we need to hear um, in today's day and age where um, we think it's important to not judge, and it is, um, but what we really mean is condemn. We, di- we don't condemn anybody because judgment does require both good and bad. So a compliment is a judgment. We are judging someone's characteristics or you know appearance or whatever. Um, when you compliment someone, you are making a judgment. Um, and when you're saying... Um, you know, don't, you know, when you're telling your daughter, um, you know, don't do this, um, uh, that's, that's also a judgment and it hurts because it's, it reminds us of our own fallibility, which is precisely what Jesus does here. We judge by human standards, uh, fallible, corruptible. Um, it takes a certain humility to remember that we're human. Um, but when we do, we realize that that's, that's the beauty of it, um, that God made us um, to be to live fulfilled lives and to live um, in in communion with creation with and with one another. Um, and so, judgment I think is coming through today, um, and it's this uh, joyful thing that um, Jesus, God. Uh, he knows precisely what we do. We judge by human standards. Um, but God and Jesus doesn't judge. Um, and that, I think, is uh, a really refreshing and hope-filled reminder this, this Christmas season. A Prayer for Courts of Justice from the Book of Common Prayer. Almighty God, who sits in the throne judging right, we humbly beseech you to bless the courts of justice and the magistrates in all this land, and give unto them the spirit of wisdom and understanding, that they may discern the truth and impartially administer the law in the fear of you alone. Through him who shall come to be our judge, your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for falling into First Formation, where PPUHQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, I hope you'll consider participating in one of the three following ways. 
First, you can support the podcast with a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash firstformation slash support. You can sponsor Morning Prayer for Pew Pew People with as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a weekday lectionary reading yourself and sending it to me to be included in an episode of your choosing. Instructions for co-hosts will be provided to you directly, and you don't have to be a grunt to participate in first formation in this or any way. Finally, and most importantly, you can send me your prayer requests of a minute or less with the recording app of your choice. Prayers may be added to a morning prayer episode, aired anonymously, if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it. Three ways to participate in morning prayers for Pew Pew people. I hope you'll continue to listen in and maybe even consider participating yourself. This has been Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.